Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Today is really a lunch break for me. I was running out the door this morning and did not have time to record. Wednesdays are a little crazy. So today is a lunch break episode, but we are still in Galatians chapter 2. And so I'm going to start today by reading Galatians 2 verses 6 through 10. So these are the verses that we're focusing on every single day this week. So if you are newer to listening, welcome. Um, You can start off here today or you can go back and you can binge. Someone just told me that they were were catching up on episodes. Um, So your choice. You can start from the beginning or you can just hop in here. And we're going to read Galatians 2 verses 6 through 10. And today I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says this, And the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what I was preaching. By the way, their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me, for God has no favorites. Instead, they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as he had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. In fact, James, Peter, and John, who were known as pillars of the church, recognized the gift God had given me, and they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work to the Jews. Their only suggestion was that we keep on helping the poor, which I have always been eager to do. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word today. And God, we just ask that your Holy Spirit would show us as we read these words, as we listen to these words, would your Holy Spirit show us what it is that you want us to receive today and what it is that we need to remember so that these words truly would be planted so deep inside of our hearts and would lead to just greater transformation. We love you, Lord. We ask all this in your name. Amen. So today we're going to focus it on verse seven and eight, and I'm going to read it one more time. Instead, they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as he had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. For the same God who worked through Peter, or for the same God who had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews, whoops, okay, here we go, final time, verse 8, for the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as an apostle to the Gentiles. There we go. Okay, so right away, I had a few words kind of stick out to me again. I was reminded of the word responsibility, which last week we talked about this holy responsibility that we have. Um, not necessarily this heavy one, but this holy one. And I loved here, I highlighted the words Gentiles, I highlighted the word Jews, I highlighted the word Peter, and then I highlighted the two words next to each other, same God, same God. You know, as I was reading this, I was noticing just the uniqueness in the calls on both Peter's life and on Paul's life. You see, Paul, you could almost hear it in the tone of his voice of saying that 
they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as he, that he had given it to Peter for the Jews. And he's almost letting people know, like, they see that this is okay for me to preach to the Gentiles. They see that this is good. You see, Paul clearly had a call on his life, clearly had these God-given desires to preach the good news to the Gentiles. But you can almost hear in his voice and sense this insecurity still. And I wonder of, okay, are other people going to question? Because people have questioned him preaching to the Gentiles. And so he's letting us know, like, no, this is good. And then he says, the same God. What I love about this is it's showing us the different places that God has us and the purpose that God can have for us in that place. You see, sometimes I think in my own life, especially, that I can start to see my biggest barriers as something that is going to keep people away from Jesus. But sometimes those very things that I see as my biggest barriers are the greatest bridge that God is using for people to come close to him. The thing that I see as this barrier that's going to stand in the way is actually a bridge for people to cross over and people to to see and to draw closer to him. And I was thinking about that in Paul as in the Gentiles, as some people were criticizing him, thinking that that was a weakness of his, but really that was going to be a strength that God was going to use him in that place to reach a certain people and had purpose for that place and those people that maybe nobody else was going to be able to fulfill except for Paul because of his past, because of his experience, because of what he had walked through. I know for me, I have seen that even in being a woman in ministry, that sometimes I can see that as my biggest barrier of, are people going to come to this church? Are people going to be okay with you know me praying over them? But time and time again, I have seen God use that to be an incredible bridge for people to draw closer to him, where I think it's going to be a barrier and someone will walk in and say, I came to this church because I really felt like I needed a woman's voice to bring healing from past hurt that I've had in my life. Or I needed a woman's voice to to pray for me in this time of crisis. And so the very thing that the enemy keeps trying to tell me is going to be a barrier, God uses as a bridge to continue to bring people close to him. And we see here in just the highlights that it's different, but same. You see, it was different places, different people that God was having both Peter and Paul reach and preach to, but it's the same God, the same spirit that had called them to that and was going to work in and through them in those places for those people. And I think it's a reminder for us today that our ministries might not all look the same, that we all have different backgrounds, different pasts, different stories, and God has all of us going to a different place to reach a different people that maybe nobody else is going to reach except for you, except for me. And so if there's things in your life that maybe you see are so unique that you have desires to reach a certain people or you have things about who you are that maybe you have seen as a barrier. I was reminded today through these words that that barrier can actually be a bridge and that those unique things that God has given me can be incredible tools and resources for him to use. And it might not look like the people around me. It might not look the same. It might look different, but it is the same God. And so I want to encourage you to think about that today in your life. Are there unique things that God has given you? Are there unique places where you feel like he's called you to? And maybe have you two seen those things as a barrier because it didn't look like everybody else? What would Paul, what would have happened if Paul would have looked and said, well, I'm not reaching Jews, so I must not be successful in what God has asked me to do. 
But instead, he continued to lean into his God-given call, his God-given identity, the place and the people that God had led him to. And we see that he plays his part and he plays it well. You are in places where maybe the gospel isn't represented. You get to interact with people every day that maybe don't normally interact with Jesus, but they can see him in the way that you love them, in the kindness that you show. And my heart was just so burdened today of thinking about the people that I cross paths with and the places that I get to go and thinking of all the times that I have gotten stuck in that comparison trap of starting to compare my work and my everyday ministry to the people around me and starting to see the things that maybe God wanted to use in my life as barriers and thinking, well, this is going to hold me back, but instead it was going to be a bridge. If only I would have allowed God to use it and if I would have fixed, changed my, my, my mindset on what that looked like. And you see this in the scripture here with Paul where he's saying, They saw it, that God had given me a responsibility. We have a holy responsibility to preach the gospel to a certain people that only we are going to be able to preach to. And the same God worked through Peter is going to work through us. The same God that worked through Paul is going to work through us. So, of course, naturally, I wanted to read some scriptures today about just the body of Christ. The classic is uh, Romans 12, 4 through 5, where it says, For as one In one body, we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members for one another. 1 Corinthians 12 12 through 31 says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member but many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. Then later in chapter 12, of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, in 27 through 31, it says, Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret, but earnestly desire the higher gifts? And I will show you still more excellent way. You see, we all have different parts to play, different roles to play when it comes to the body of Christ. The same God wants to work in us and through us. It may look different, but it's the same God. The same God who rose Jesus back to life, the same God that transformed Paul's life is the same God that wants to be with you in your place to reach your people that only you can reach. So I want to challenge you today of what it would it look like if we stop comparing our role and our place and the people that God has us surrounded with to other people and their place and their people. But instead, what if we leaned into the place that God had us and the purpose that he had for us there? 
What if we saw work as more than just a place for us to spend time, but a place where the Holy Spirit wants to work and to do the miraculous in the mundane moments? What if instead of seeing just our homes as a place where we eat and we sleep, but a place that we host the living God, a place that his spirit wants to dwell within us? What if we saw it as this sacred space instead of just a space that we come and we go to realize that God wants to use us in different ways, in different places to reach different people, just as we see in Galatians here of Paul and Peter reaching the Gentiles and the Jews. And it may look different, but it's the same God that wants to work in you and through you. So I encourage you today to not just see your your people and your place as just somewhere to go and somewhere to be, but to see it as holy, to see it as sacred, and to invite the Spirit in to do what only He can do. So let's close today by reading again Galatians 2, verses 7 through, 6 through 10. And the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what I was preaching. By the way, their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me, for God has no favorites. Instead, they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as he had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. In fact, James, Peter, and John, who were known as pillars of the church, recognized the gift God had given me, and they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work with the Jews. Their only suggestion was that we keep on helping the poor, which I have always been eager to do.